0: time for us to get into our health feature and next week from 7th to the 14th of February it is Congenital Heart Defect Awareness Week which is held every year on those dates the 7th to the 14th to recognize children and adults living with congenital heart disease and also increase public awareness of these conditions to tell us more about congenital heart defects I'm joined by pediatric cardiologist with the Pediatric, Cardi- pediatric Cardiac Society of Society of Soci- of south africa dr mamalia libia joins us this morning Uh, dr libia a very good morning to you thank you for joining us on weekend breakfast
1: good morning google and your viewers and thank you very much for having me thank you very
0: much for making time for us so doctor tell us what are congenital heart defects so congenital heart defects are problems with the structure of the
1: heart that a person is born with. So this affects how the heart functions. It could be a hole in the heart an underdeveloped part of the heart obstruction to the vessels that comes in and out of the heart
0: or a combination of these problems. And so, do we know what causes it? Is it genetic? Is it something that happens um, during uh, the process of, you know, the development of the fetus? What do we know about the causes? In terms of the causes, we think it's an interaction
1: between a person's genes and certain environmental exposures. Mm. In terms of genetics, there are certain genetic syndromes, such as Down syndrome, that are associated with heart problems. Environmental exposures, are think, like a mother who is sick with diabetes mellitus, a mother who is consuming alcohol during pregnancy, as well as certain medications that the mother might be taking during pregnancies, such as medications that are used to treat epilepsy, mood disorders, or even skin conditions. So, this prop exposure together with someone who's genetically at risk then leads to an abnormal, abnormally developed heart.
0: And so, at which point generally do we become aware that there has been a, a um, heart defect? In developing countries like ours,
1: we often pick this condition after the child is born. Mm-hmm. And often There's delayed in diagnosis of these conditions. But you find that internationally where most women have access to antenatal saunas or even fetal saunas which are done by specialists who are trained with focusing on the baby during the mother's pregnancy. They are able to pick them early during the pregnancy. But I still find that in developing countries like ours We often diagnose them quite late.
0: And just how uh, common, how prevalent are congenital heart defects globally, but also in the South African context?
1: Congenital heart defects are very common. And it's very surprising that a lot of people don't know that children can have heart problems. So... In South Africa and over the world, it is believed that at least one out of 100 babies born is born with a congenital heart defect. It's actually one of the contributing factors to infant mortality. And that's why it's so important that people become aware of these conditions.
0: And so, how can we tell, so if a child has been born um, and you suspect that your child may potentially have a heart defect or even an adult now has a heart heart defect from birth, what are some of the symptoms that you need to be looking out for?
1: A child with a heart problem may have certain symptoms such as poor feeding, a child that is not completing his or her feed, get easily tired sweating during feed, especially on the forehead a child with having difficulty breathing where the mother can see where it's very hard when this child is breathing it can also be blue discoloration of the lips as well as the fingers and the toes a child that is not growing well is not gaining weight like
0: his or her peers All oh, these are the things that may suggest that this child is having a heart problem and so once you've, uh, a child has been diagnosed, what are some of the available treatments for them? You know, the good thing is that nowadays things have improved. Uh, back in the days
1: in the 1940s, if you had a heart problem, it, 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 the prognosis was bad. But now we have a lot of things that we can do for these children, starting with cardiac interventions that cardiologists can do in the cardiac catheterization lab to major surgeries, open-heart surgeries that can be done. And we've seen that with improved care, generally in the ICU, in the neonatal ICU, the outcome of people with congenital heart defect has improved significantly over the years.
0: And and so if we're then looking at uh, if you're an adult that has a congenital heart defect, do you receive the same kind of treatment as if, you know, a child that presents and is diagnosed with the same condition?
1: Yes. The, so the intervention will either be in cardiac catheterization lab where we use things called device to mm-hmm. close holes in the heart or we use balloon to open blocked vessels. It could also be just Open-heart surgery is where the, the, the surgeons will use patches to close holes in the heart.
0: And is that quite a big surgery? Is the prognosis after that surgery very good? It depends, Google. because we,
1: when, as cardiologists, we talk about simple heart lesions as well as critical congenital heart defect in terms of simple heart defects where you've got a hole in the heart such as patent ductus arteriosus ventricular septal defect the operation is relatively easy they close the hole with a patch or they tie the patent ductus arteriosus the outcome is excellent even the hospital stay or icu stay is quite short mm-hmm. but when you are talking about a critical Congenital heart defects. These are the ones that are quite lethal and need to be diagnosed early. So, we find that these children often will not require one procedure. They will require lots of interventions during their life. And the first interventions need to be done in the first year of life as early as possible to ensure survival. So, with those uh, critical congenital heart defects, they may need Intervention in the newborn period. By the time they are four years, four months old, six, six uh, three years old. So it it, is, it depends on the complicity of the of the of the condition. But overall, the outcome is excellent.
0: Mm. You mentioned, doctor, that often uh, children will need uh, various interventions with regards to their condition. Um, do we have enough? specialists, resources, particularly in the public sector, which is the, the place where the bulk of the population accesses their healthcare to give um, these interventions that are needed? You know what, Google? We, we are slowly but surely
1: improving in terms of having pediatric cardiologists The training over the years has become better. We are having more and more pediatric cardiologists. We find that we are diagnosing a lot of these children compared to the past, where I think a lot of children used to die at home even before they were diagnosed. Unfortunately, we still have problems when it comes to access to cardiac surgery, we have limited access to these much needed surgeries. that we find that even after diagnosis, because the waiting period in the public sector is so long, we end up losing many children who could have been saved. So there is a need in our country to improve cardiac surgery for our children who
0: need this operation. Um, Doctor, there are often uh, interesting developments in um, medical treatments to improve uh, the ways in which conditions are diagnosed, managed, uh, to improve the quality of life and prognosis of patients. Are there any uh, technological or even uh, medicinal advancements in um, trying to treat and manage congenital heart defects? I think
1: what has really improved in the past years is that Um, is the cardiac interventions that pediatric cardiologists and other cardiologists are able to do. So in the past, the ventricular septal defects, holes in the heart, they used to have to wait for surgery, uh, open heart surgery. But nowadays, we are able to close holes in the heart using devices. We are able to use different types of balloons to open block vessels. We are able to use stents to keep vessels open. So that has been really great That because now we have limited access to cardiac surgery. There are certain procedures that we can do in the cardiac catheter lab. Some of them are not definitive, can actually just buy us
0: time until a child can get access to cardiac surgery. And so, um, and and in that context as well, um, what role does something like a pulse uh, oximeter play in diagnosing and managing uh, congenital heart disease?
1: So a pulse oximeter is a nice non-invasive device that we use to measure oxygen levels in the blood. So this the um, south african government has recently recommended this as a screening test for children with congenital heart defects so a pulse oximeter is not a diagnostic test it's not it cannot diagnose but it can screen and pick up those children that are likely to have a congenital heart defect so What we are encouraging is that the nurses, the doctors, everyone that is dealing with newborns, ensure that every baby is checked uh, with a pulse oximeter after six hours of life or before discharge home. So if they pick up that a child has low oxygen content in the blood, that child should at least be seen by a pediatrician or in the case where they were attended by midwife, seen by a medical doctor who will then determine that the child needs to be seen by a cardiologist. A cardiologist will then do further testing. The most important one or the first one that we usually use is echocardiogram that is able to diagnose the congenital heart defect. So we are very excited because we feel that this past oxymica will make sure that children are screened before they go home.
0: And how much does this uh, treatment or this um, examination cost? Is it free in the public sector or, or is it the kind of um, uh, examination uh, that you would need to pay extra for, whether you're in the public or private sector?
1: It is. A, it, 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 we, we consider it as part of doing other observations, such as the heart rate, blood pressure, um, respiratory rate. So it's, a, it's an expensive test simple to do test. So a patient in public sector will still get this for free. You know, I, I cannot speak for the private sector, whether they will charge extra for it. But even if they were to charge, because the equipment itself is so inexpensive, I don't expect the price to be high.
0: And in, in next week, we're talking about it being the awareness week about congenital heart diseases. Um, how can we raise awareness about congenital heart defects? How can you know organizations, individuals support those who are affected by uh, these conditions? So, to start
1: with the public, the general public, I will encourage them to follow our pages on Facebook and Instagram. We are going to be sharing a lot of information on congenital heart defects. I encourage them to like our page, to like our post, and share the information that we are going to be sharing so that it can reach the wider population. To media... Um, Like you, I would like to encourage you to invite as many doctors as possible on different platforms so they can start talking about this condition, that we can spread the word about this condition to ensure that everyone is aware of this and we can diagnose this condition early. Because if we diagnose it early, it really improves the life of people affected by this
0: condition. And you know when speaking about you know if we do detect early and we often hear this with a you know a number of conditions that early detection really is crucial uh, to trying to get the best kind of care um, and when we in the case where we are we are able to get early detection of um, congenital heart defects, do we see people living with the uh, the disease having the same or similar life expectancies than people who don't? Yes.
1: Most definitely for simple lesions, if we pick it up early before complications happen, these people live a normal, healthy life, just like anyone else. With those with critical congenital heart defect, the so-called cyanotic congenital heart defect, they will still need other procedures done, but their lifespan is improved significantly. Even their quality of life is improved. It's actually very, it's much cheaper. To manage this condition
0: than to have to deal with the complications of these conditions. And Doctor, I'm just wondering, in the case where a parent is uh, one that had a congenital heart defect, is there a chance that then the child might have the same condition? Is it hereditary in that way? I know we've spoken about it often being a a genetic uh, condition. Can it be hereditary?
1: So there is genetic predisposition, as I've already mentioned. So if a mother did not have a child with congenital heart defect, their risk is about 1%. But the moment you have have had, if you have had, if you have a congenital heart defect yourself or you have a child with a congenital heart defect, the risk is much higher it can go as high as 10 percent so we encourage mothers with congenital heart defects or those with children with congenital heart uh heart defects to to get special sonas done during pregnancy so the sauna is not done by um the the obstetrician but one with uh, special training, we call it uh, to, to do a fetal sauna. So it needs to be done by someone with fetal sauna experience. Mm-hmm. And once they pick up that there's a problem, they refer to a pediatric cardiologist. And this really ensures that they, if the child has a congenital heart problem, is then born in a center that is equipped and experienced in managing those conditions.
0: You mentioned that you'll be sharing some information throughout, uh, you know, congenital awareness, congenital um, uh, heart disease awareness week. Where do we find uh, that information, doctor?
1: So you, uh, as I was saying, we can people can like our page. It's the Pediatric Cardiac Society of South Africa on Facebook, as well as. Um, as well as uh, Instagram. That's where we'll be disseminating most of the information. We have also encouraged members of our society to share on their platforms. And we are also encouraging medias like you to really reach out to our society, to other medical
0: practitioners, to get to share on different platforms, information on congenital heart disease. And is that information available in different languages? Is it just available in English? So on our platform on our social media platforms
1: we'll be sharing more on uh, in english but we also have a website um where we have information that um that is uh, translated in different south african languages and the link to that website will be found also on our facebook page
0: doctor thank you very much for joining us this morning it's been a pleasure having you on the show Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That is Dr. Mamalia Lebiya, paediatric cardiologist with the Paediatric Cardiac Society of South Africa, joining us to speak congenital Heart, heart disease awareness week.